Okay, ladies, summer is just around the corner. And so a lot of women fall into two camps. They're like, I need to do all the things right now to get ready for summer because once summer comes, it's just going to be too busy. You know, we're running the kids here, there, and everywhere. And let's face it, 2020 was a shit show. And we want to make sure that we are not missing out on the things we missed out on last summer. And let's just be honest, for most of 2020. So if you are a woman who is in your 40s and feel like you have to choose between having a fun summer or sticking with your health goals, I have just the thing. I call it stress-free summer. It's a 66-day healthy lifestyle transformation challenge that shows you exactly how to stay consistent with your health and workouts this summer with ease. No, you will not be having to choose between having an ice cream cone or eating a garden salad, right? Those days are over. You know, we will work with how do you stop sabotaging yourself and just feel fit, free, comfortable, and confident in your skin. So if you're ready to stop feeling like that desperate dieter and really wanting to start to feel like you got this, then do me a favor, hop on the waiting list for this amazing program. We start on June 27th and we take you all the way through summer. So this will be the first summer that you not only honor the commitments you make to other people, you will finally honor the commitments that you make to you and your health throughout the summer. Ah, I can't wait to see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock-steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. This week's iTunes review is brought to you by M.L. Martell. She writes, five stars. Kim is more than just knowledgeable in just health and fitness. She is supportive, reassuring, and on the level. She gives it to you straight, just the way most people need it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate that review. And you too can review Fit Girl Magic Podcasts. Just go to iTunes or wherever you subscribe to this show. And just leave me a five-star review. Um, I love them. I take them to heart. I just want to make sure that I'm bringing you the best stuff. So thank you so much for all of you who have left me a review so far. I can't wait to highlight you. All right, Magic Makers, welcome to another show. And today, I really want to get into um, mindset. And for many people... Mindset is this like big nebulous thing that, you know, I I hear that it's kind of become this like buzzword. And I know that uh, last year, the year before last, I did a whole mindset certification. And one of the biggest things, my biggest takeaway is that how, gosh, like so many layers, mindset's like, is like an, uh, 
an onion. That's the words I'm looking for. Mindset is like an onion. And we have so many different layers that we can unpeel and unpack to really get down to the crux of why we aren't getting the results that we want. Why aren't we making the changes in our life that we 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 uh, want to make. You know, I regularly hear from women, I know what to do. I know what to do, but I'm not doing it or I'm doing it and it's just not giving me the results that I want. And so I was like, there's really like four phases that come to fruition around why we're stuck in this place. And so first I want to take a step back, you know, for those of us who are in our forties, we grew up in diet culture, right? We were like really the first wave of people who were like really bombarded with diets, you know, through advertising and then, you know, social media came and then emails and all of this stuff. We were really indoctrinated. We kind of like were the first wave of diets and it's like, you know, we should have an MBA in dieting. Like the industry has sold us this big pile of horse poop when it comes to um, dieting, right? You know, we believe that we have to follow this particular blueprint blueprint in order to get results, that it's the holy grail in order for us to get results. And, you know, many women, they come to me and they're like confused, they're frustrated, and they're just downright broken because they've been doing it right, right? I mean, quoting here, they've been doing it right. And still they're like, nothing, like my body hasn't changed, the scale doesn't move, like what gives, like uncle. And they're, they're, they're ready to give up. You know, it just, it, and it sounds, if that sounds like you, like you're sick of banging your head against the proverbial wall, keep listening, right? The diet industry caused us to have what's called a fixed mindset. And if you want to go a little deeper, there is a book called Mindset by Carol Dworth, and it's the holy grail of mindset. It, it's, it was kind of the, I said the book that really took mindset out of like the clinical psychological, psychological, is that a word? Psychology space and brought it into the mainstream, um, mainstream space. So I will um, link that up um, in the show notes for you so that you, if you want to take a deeper dive, get a little geeky, absolutely rock on with your bad self. So she describes that there's a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And I believe that the diet industry has caused us to have a fixed mindset. And what that fixed mindset is, is that things are the way they are, right? Either you can lose the weight or you can't, right? And it's very, I want to say black and white thinking. And that so many of us feel like if I have failed at a diet, then it's a sign. It's me, right? It's not the diet. It's clearly me. You know, if someone, if you see someone else being successful on the same said diet, right? You know, think about all the diets out there. It started because you went to a party or you saw someone on Facebook and you're like, oh my God, Sharon, she was doing keto. Look at her girl. I'm going to do keto. Or you saw Julie. Oh my God, Julie's doing Whole30. Hey girl, I'm doing Whole30. Or so-and-so was going to some type of workout program. You're like, oh my God, then I need to do F45. And oh my God, I need to go to SoulCycle. And we just get caught up in like what other people are doing. And so we were jealous of their success. And we're like, if they had success, then I should have success. And if, you know, I'm not getting the feedback that I want from this diet, I take it as a personal attack. Like it's me. It's totally me. Or you're just like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm supposed to look this way. I'm supposed to be this way. And and I've been there, right? I've been caught in that fixed mindset. And, you know, it wasn't until I really, you know, took a deeper dive into what the heck mindset was, did I realize how fixed my mindset was when it came to diet and exercise. You know, 
Um, on the other hand, the growth mindset is, you know, you, you can see the forest for the trees. You're like, okay, this moment right now sucks, but this is how I'm going to get out of it. And I'm able to do, I was able to do that with other areas of my life, but when it came to my diet and, and diet and my fitness, it was this way, right? It was like this box and I must live in this box because this is the way it's going to be. This is the way I am only going to get results. And I see it so regularly. And so this podcast came up because I was having a conversation. You know, I started a new program called Metabolic Recharge. And, you know, I love starting new programs because I get a lot of great questions. I get a lot of, and the questions get me thinking about how am I going to best structure this? How am I best going to explain new concepts to these new people? And, you know, and it was just made me to start to think about why aren't people able to move forward? Like what keeps them in this, in this box? What kept me in that same, same, same box? And so here are the four, four mindsets that are keeping you stuck, right? So the first part is, I call it rigidity. and it's telling you yourself that this is the way it has to be. In order to get results, these are the rules I must follow. All right, that's that's the first that's the first first one. The second one is resistance. So maybe you're like, yeah, this way is not working, but uh, it worked in the past, right? You know, uh, they always say success leaves clues. Well, I did this and it worked, so I should keep going back to this and keep and, and keep uh, working on that. So that's resistance, right? Resistance to a change. The third place is respect. And so this is body respect, right? I must beat my body into submission. I must respect my pace. You know, some of us think that, you know, we're Amazon Prime. My body should be boom, boom, boom. Give it to me when I want it right freaking now. Or it's also just respect that, you know, boundaries, right? I don't have boundaries for my time. And so maybe I'm not hitting the gym as much as I should. Maybe I'm not making time for going to the grocery store, making time to actually cook healthy foods. Um, that's the, the third. And the, and the fourth one is finally release, right? Getting, giving yourself some grace and letting yourself suck, letting yourself stumble and use it as a learning tool for that, right? So we have those four, these are the four things that are keeping people stuck. So being too rigid, resistance, lack of respect, and being able to release, right? So let's go into um, greater detail. So I, I talked about rigidity, right? So it's telling yourself, it has to be hard. That's the only way I'm going to get results. It has to be hard. I must struggle. I must give up foods. I must bring my food to uh, first bring a cooler bag to whatever event that I'm going to. I must pregame all the time before I go. And I have a, a there's a lot of rules, a lot of structure there. And so to break free of this, because I was that girl, I had a lot of I had a lot of rules and I brought my food to a lot of places. It was always, it, the question has to come from you when it comes to rigidity. I, you have to ask yourself, like, what are you trying to achieve? Like, what are you actually chasing? What is that goal? And can we create a range, right? Instead of saying that I must count my macros and I must count my calories, can we create a range? You know, I recently got a um, an email from a person on my email list and she was like, oh, Kim, you know. I've lost 20 pounds. I've been able to keep it off. Great. Two snaps up in a TikTok. However, she's like, every time I go out to dinner, I put, I, I put on two to three pounds. And I was like, okay. So have you fully considered that those two to three pounds could be water, water weight? Like, you know, 
restaurant food is notoriously oversalted. It's notoriously oversalted. Notoriously has, you know, more preservatives in the food than you would, you and I would normally cook with at home, right? That's just, that is how it is. Also could be the choices that you make. Now, am I saying that you should never go out to a restaurant? No, but I'm just saying in that rigid mindset, those two or three pounds, you make it about you. You're like, oh my God, I'm, I, I'm, it's going to creep up. I'm going to, I'm not going to keep that 20 pounds off. I'm, it's going to slowly go back up where if you said to yourself, okay, I'm going out to dinner and this is what I'm going to have and be okay with it. Go, I'm going to go out to dinner and I'm going to have some wine. I'm going to have dessert and I'm going to have a sensible meal. Boom, walk away. And if the scale goes up two or three pounds, that's okay because I know that it is water weight. I know that in a couple of days, the salt will process through my body. I will pee. I might even poop and I'll be good, right? Where our rigid mindset thinks this is how it's going to be. And, and you just start escalating from there, right? That it's, it's going to be, that's, that's the way it's going to be. The second place is resistance. And I see this all the time. Right. These are these are my chronic dieters. I was a chronic dieter, so I'm not making fun of you. These are my chronic chronic dieters. You know, they are. This is the way it has to be. My workout has to look a certain way. My workout has to be a certain duration. There has to be a certain number of um, exercises in my workout. I must do body part splits. Um, I must eat five meals a day. I must always have, um, I can't have starch and good fats together. Um, gosh, there's so many of them, but I, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down, right? Where, you know, I have to have supplements. Like I must get protein in 30 minutes after I get my workout. And we keep following the same rules, right? So resistance and uh, resistance and rigidity are, are very linked together. And we're nervous, right? Because we know that in the past it worked, but we're, there's no guarantee that it's going to work for you in the future. And if you're working on a diet that's worked in the past, I just have to ask you, there's a reason why you stopped, right? There's a reason why you stopped. And, you know, I've used this example before because it's just so clear. Um, when my clients, Michelle, she and I have worked together for a really long time. And, I, and she said, you know, Kim, I just got to go back to eating the five meals a day. And that's how I lost, you know, all the weight when I first started working with you. And I said, okay, so that was like 10 years ago. And I'm like, in the 10 years, what's happened to you? What's happened to your life? And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, so when I met you, you were newly married and you had one child. Now you have three children, one of them is special needs. Do you have that same amount of time in your day that you had when you only had one child, right? You know, it's our lives change, our lives morph. And some of us, we used to say like, I don't want to spend that kind of time. Like I used to spend two hours in the gym. If you ask me to spend two hours in the gym and I'm not there working, I'm like, oh, hell no. Like I want to be in and out of it. Like right now, ideal workout for me is an hour. I want to get in. I want to get out. And so I've learned to compress my time because what I've one of the biggest things that I always hear from my clients is I don't have enough time. But you don't have enough time because we're trying to like do so much. But if I were to compress your workout into an hour, I think we can all find at least two to three hours a week to get in a workout. I can also give you a workout that's 15 to 20 minutes and still crush you. And so we have to start th- giving ourselves grace 
giving ourselves that, you know what, we can experiment with how our workouts look like. We can find our sweet spot, right? My sweet spot for workout is anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. That's my sweet spot. That's where I know that I'm like, I'm focused because that's one thing. If I'm there more than two hours, I'm not focused. I'm like, you know, I want to get in and get out. I'm finding my sweet spot. And I also have to understand that I got to show up for what's up. Right? I got to show up for what does that week bring me? And every week, you know, depending on what's going on, you might not have that time. So I have to be like, okay, I don't have two hours, but instead this is how much time I have. So this is what, what I can do. So it starts with having experiments. And I know that feels very scary for a lot of people. You know, right now I have a client who's in this very resistant mode And I was like, we're going to do a 30 day experiment. You have nothing to lose. It's 30 days. And if it doesn't work, you can go back to doing whatever the heck you want to do. Right. And so this summer I'm going to have a 66 day experiment. And, you know, I'm going to ask the people the same thing for 66 days. We're going to try to do this one thing or several things. And if it doesn't work, go back to doing whatever you're going to do. But for 66 days, we're going to put the blinders on and we're going to give this a shot, right? So it's like, it's showing you that success, it can be boring, right? Success is boring. Like, you know, I always say like consistency is boring. It's boring because it works. It's boring because it's, I, I've been able to make it easy to do. I've reduced the friction from it. I've made it so that it's just a part of my life, right? And so my clients who get the best success, they say, you know what? I've just made it a part of my life, right? Because the friction is if I try to make it a two-hour workout and I have a multi-hour commute, you know, I have a, a girl who commutes 90 minutes one way. How in the hell is she going to do a two-hour workout? She ain't. Like, let's be clear. She ain't going to do a two hour workout. But if I make that workout 15, 20 minutes, she's like, I know I can get that done. Right. So start to think about, am I adding more friction? I'm adding so by friction. Am I adding more steps? Right. Am I adding more steps that will cause me not to do it? Right. That's what I'm really that's what I'm really starting wanting you to put down. The third place is respect. Right. So I need to respect my body. I need to respect my time. And so what that means is I need to create boundaries. And I know for women, this is a very, like, very challenging thing to do. So it's like, I need to set boundaries. I need to go with my gut. I need to, if I'm picking a nutrition plan or workout plan, and my gut tells me like, ah, this just doesn't feel right. This, I know that like, I'm excited in the beginning, but down the line, I might not stick with it. I got to listen to, to my gut. I got to set my boundaries. And I have to say to myself, and boundaries are good, both good and bad boundaries, right? So I have to say to myself, this is, this is what, where I'm going to stick with, right? This is, this is what I'm going to stick with. These are my non-negotiables, right? These are the things that I know health-wise that I can do day in and day out. And I always say, pick one to three. My other non-negotiables, pick non-negotiables that make your life happy. For me, my non-negotiable that makes my life happy is cream and sugar in my coffee. I, if it slows down my results, so be it. I remember when I was competing and as you got closer and closer to a show, you know, your diet, your diet protocols change pretty dramatically. And one of the things was um, uh, dairy, dairy and sugar. And I said, you know what? If that means that I am not placing in the top 10, I will still have cream and sugar, at least one cup of coffee. And that was like, that was a boundary I set up because 
the cream and sugar in my coffee brings me joy. So I want you to say the same thing. I have another client. She, those um, lint chocolate squares, loves them and it brings her joy. So she has three a day. She has one after every meal and it brings her joy. And she's like, if it slows down my results, I'm okay with it. But this just makes me happy. It looks fo- makes me look forward to my meal. So I want you to start thinking about, do you have some of those boundaries around those things? Um, so that we start to get ourselves off of this diet hamster wheel. And the last place is release, right? So we have to start to release the rules, right? And start to think about ourselves where it says quality versus duration, right? What is that quality workout versus the duration of the workout? Removing, like I said, removing the friction and you always have a choice. You know, one of the 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 things that I always uh, have my clients do, and I do it all the time, good, better, best, right? I am a recovering perfectionist. Like, you know, my standards were like here, like I had, this is what I had to do in order to hit my goals. Then I, um, you know, these are my standards. This is what I had to do in order to hit my goals. Then I was like, I was constantly feeling like a failure. (laughs) And a lot of my clients constantly feel like a failure. And they always are doing the Monday reboots. Okay, well, next week, you know, things are going to get slower. Next week, this is going to happen. The last time life got really slow was when they told us all to go home in March of 2020. And did we do it then? Because if we didn't do it, then guess what? We ain't going to do it. So I want you to start thinking about good, better, best. And so what is the, the a good a good outcome for you? What's a better outcome for you? And what's the best outcome for you? So example, workouts. For me, a good week, three workouts in a week. Better, four, best, five. That that's how I that's that's how I work it out. And nine times out of ten, I can usually get five workouts. But some weeks, right? We all know some weeks like just life comes at you. And it's not possible. Or some weeks, like now, you know, I'm traveling again. So some weeks I'm like, you know what? Next Friday, next Thursday, I'm traveling. So next Thursday, I'm traveling. Okay. So maybe I'll, like, maybe I won't work out while I travel. And so maybe I'm like, all right. So that means my workout shifts from Sunday to Wednesday. And that's okay. So I'm like, all right, Sunday through Wednesday, I'm getting my workouts in and being okay with maybe I don't work out while I'm away. Where some of you be like, oh my God, I'm going away. What, what do I do? And you start bumping against the walls. But like, I've already like settled in like, okay, what's good? What's good? What's better? What's best? And I want you to start thinking about thinking about that because so many of us get caught up in the harder is better. Struggle is real, right? No, <laughs> we got to grind. And that leads to burnout. And that leads you to just think about how many times do you go hard and then do you keep going? Or do you go hard and... Do you, go, do you go hard and then you feel like you go harder or do you go hard and then you need to take a break? Oh, I need to sit down. I need to catch my breath, right? So if you're feeling stuck, go back through. Like where where are you stuck? Are you feeling like you got to follow, you got to be so rigid, you got to follow these rules. Are you resistant to changing it up? Are you not respecting like your body? Are you not respecting your time? Are you not respecting the pace that you're able to go at, at this moment in time? And do you need to start to release, like do you need to start to like go of some of these things? Um, so how do we go about changing this, right? Change is possible. It is absolutely possible. And 
And by this, like we have to make peace, pay, make peace with our pace. Like, you know, um, in my stress-free summer, we have three, there's three levels, right? Where, where are you? What, what pace are you going to be able, what pace are you going to be able to um, stick with? And so when I talk about pace in that program, I talk about, we're talking about, you know, basic, functional, and all in, right? And so that way you can start to figure out where, where are you living? What's going to make the best sense for you right now? And so we have to start telling ourselves a different story, right? Stop telling ourselves that we have to get there fast. The weight didn't come on fast, so it's not going to come off fast. Sorry if I just peed in your cornflakes, right? So we have to start telling ourselves a different story. Like, you know, what, you know, what's coming up for you when you hear that, right? We have to be open to exploring different, like learning from our mistakes. Um, the uh, There's a woman, her name is Mel Robbins, and she has this thing called the five second rule. And she's basically is like, you know, give yourself like five seconds to do something. And it basically started with her. She was trying to get up early to work out. And so she's like, I gave myself five seconds to get out of bed. And so she would go like five, four, like, you know, like a, I think NASA, NASA counter five, four, three, two, one. And she would get herself out of bed. And so I want you to start thinking about like, how can you start giving yourself that five second rule? And, you know, as we start to make these shifts, the second place set smaller goals, right? You know, I have people like, I want to lose 30 days at 30 days. I want to lose 30 pounds at 30 days. And I was like, I'm not the girl for you, right? Um, I want to lose 30 pounds in 90 days, not the girl for you, right? If you're like, I want to lose 30 pounds in six months, let's let, I'm, I'm leaning in because I know if we take, we do 30 pounds in six months, we are working at a pace that is sustainable. We are working at a pace that's realistic. We're working at a pace that you will continue to be excited about. And we are making working at a pace that you can continue to make a plan for in your life. So it's like, we need to start to commit to learning and how do we go and how to go through the motion? How do we start to fall in love with the process? Because if the process sucks, you ain't going to do it. Bottom line, end of story, do not pass go, do not collect $200. You are going to be like, oh, hell no, I don't want to do this um, anymore. Uh, and then we have to learn from our failures, right? So many of us, like, I'm a, I'm a reflective coach. I'm like, okay, how did the week go? And, you know, so many of my clients get very black and white and I'm like, okay, let's expand. Let's get more, let's get more rainbow here. And so that we can learn from, so that we can learn from our mistakes, right? So I want to assess like how things went so that I can start to investigate, okay, this is how it went. Let me investigate like what went well, what didn't go so well, so we can make modifications. Because if I keep doing the same crap over and over again, I'm going to get the same damn results. So I really want you to start thinking about like making assessments. And, you know, assessing isn't um, wallowing. Assessing is like, okay, I didn't get a good night's sleep last night. So because I didn't get a good night's sleep last night, I was mainlining coffee and I was snacking like nobody's business. So... Bottom line, when I don't get a good night's sleep, this is what happens. Assessing is um, when I have eggs first thing in the morning, it makes me snacky all day, right? Versus when I have a different type of breakfast. Like that's assessing so that we can start to make better, more informed decisions about you. You know, so many of us get caught up in the good food, bad food list, bah, right? 
what's good for you might not be good for me. What not good, good for Sharon might good, not good, be good for Sally. So we have to start again, assessing how foods work with our body. Like if something is, makes me gassy, makes me bloated, makes me just feel like ah, it's not a good food for me. <laughs> so I have to assess and then I have to investigate and then I have to modify. And then finally, structured flexibility, right? We, these rules, these boxes keep us so contained that it's really hard for us to start to break free from it. That's why I, I come up with these non-negotiables. Like these are the things that like, if I can do these three things every single day, I know I'm on the healthy path. You know, one of my non-negotiables as far as health is I have um, a big ass salad every single day for lunch, like with protein. And I know that no matter where I go on this planet, I can have a big ass salad with some type of protein on it, right? Um, and it's so funny. I used, to always, I used to always use that example. Like, and you can't even get salad at McDonald's. McDonald's doesn't sell salad no more. What? Yes, they do not sell salad anymore. So anyway, um, I digress, right? So it's like, we can really learn from our, we can learn from our failures once we start to assess, investigate, and modify with a structured flex flexibility, here's where my non-negotiables come in big time. My non-negotiables on my health side and my non-negotiables on my uh, weight side. And that way we can start to create these basic templates and so that we can start to be able to shift them based on what's going on in our life. You know, if you say, I'm always going to have 30 grams of protein. So here are my, my three new non-negotiables. 30 grams of protein at least three days, three times a week, uh, three times a week, three times a day. Um, anywhere from 400 to 800 grams of vegetables and a gallon of water. Like those are my three new non-negotiables. And so that everything else I can wrap around that is fluid, but those three are going to be, are going to be my, um, my staples. And so, you know, here's where I always, you know, try to challenge everyone is that it, it's not about the perfect, right? Perfect. Perfect sucks. No one wants to be around anybody perfect. We all have our fatal, we all have our fatal flaws. Life is always going to come out at us. And, you know, I had a, a client um, and she's got, you know, a lot of family stuff going on right now. And she's like, Kim, she's like, I just almost wanted to give up because I came home and I had a hot fridge Sunday for our dinner. And I was like, and that's it. And she's like, yeah. But then she's like, I heard you in my head that it wasn't, it, it was just a flat tire. And all I had to do was change the flat tire. And so she's like, I did next day. She's like, after she's like, on my way to bed, I took my shoes out. And I said, you know, I'm going to go for a walk tomorrow because tomorrow's a new day. And I'm like, so after that hot for Sunday, you didn't do anything else. She's like, I'm like, I'm like, you probably, I'm like, other than beat yourself up. She's like, yeah, I did beat myself up. But she's like, I put my sneakers out. And the next day I went for a walk and it was just the next day. And I really wanted to like make out with the zoom screen because I was like, I love when my clients pair it back to me, things I say, and that I love seeing that mindset shift. And, you know, for her, it was like a simple thing. And I was like, that's what I want it to be. Right. It doesn't have to be this. Like I climbed Everest in a bikini. It's like, you know what? I had that hot for Sunday, but the next day was a new day. And that's what I want for you. That's, that's where, that's where we, that's where we are. And so the first place I want you to start thinking about is like, do you have a fixed mindset when it comes to diets, right? And where where are you in that fixed mindset? You know, I've given you the four 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 mindsets of a desperate dieter, and the four mindsets are you know rigid, like this is how it has to be in order for me to get results. Resistance, like even though it's not working, you still want to freaking do it. Respect, like res respect for where you are, like what is your pace? 
How much time do you have? And then finally, you know, release, right? Releasing that it's going to take time. Releasing that it's, I have to set some boundaries. Releasing that I have to give myself some grace. That if I get get together, you know, a realistic plan that I'm excited about, that I can make a plan for in my life and it's sustainable, I'm going to have those long lasting results. And so I'm never going to freak out over two to three pounds at a restaurant. I'm going to be like, you know what? Tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to be like, this, this, I, I plan to go out to dinner because we all want to go out to dinner with our sweeties. We all want to have, you know, um, uh, ice cream cone with our kids on vacation or whatever it is that you enjoy to have on vacation. We all want to go out with a friend for margaritas and some queso and not be like, I'm going to have four chips, right? We all want to have that day, but it was just like, how do we start? How do we keep that day from snowballing? How do we keep that day from just like blowing up in our faces? So please let me know how this is landing with you, right? You know, hit me up on the socials. And if you enjoy this podcast, which hint, hint, you do, you've listened this far to it, do me a favor, leave me a five-star review on iTunes. That goes a long way for me helping to book more guests and also a long way for me to bring on some amazing sponsors to this program that you guys can all benefit from. So enjoy the rest of your day. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.